Hello, my name is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 168 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode To the Moon and Arise a Simple Story Impressions. Uh, but I want to remind everybody that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, at Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please leave a comment there and let me know what you think of the show, or you can give me a suggestion of a game you want me to review or something like that, or just general feedback. You can also subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, or Spotify, and the audio for the podcast is actually up on YouTube if you want to listen to it that way. You can write to the podcast at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Go there again, leave me comments, what I can do to improve the show. If you have a game you want me to review, or maybe something you want to see covered, or if you just want to write in, you can do that there. You can also find me on Twitter, at JustLittleJoe. So go to those places, uh, do the things, give me the stars, the likes, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, this is um, going to be a, an early impressions episode, because I've, I've started playing two games. Uh, one is To the Moon which um, I have some info because I like to do a little bit of the nuts and bolts before I get into actually covering the game. It is a game that came out in 2011. It was originally published for uh, Windows, but other ports came out for Mac OS X and Linux, Android, iOS, and Nintendo Switch. Um, it is on Steam is where I got it. And it was like $5, I think. At the, I don't know what it was when it was released, but I got it for like $5. It was designed uh, by a team... Uh, the, one of the uh, main designers was Ken Gao. Um, he used something called RPG uh, Maker XP Toolkit, which I have used to like mess around with ideas and games. I haven't released anything, um, but this is what they used. So basically, the To the Moon, there's very few gameplay elements, but it's the idea of you are two doctors, Dr. Watt and uh, Dr. Roslin, who go to a man Johnny's house and have a device that will allow them to basically relive his memories. A little bit like Memento. But um, he's at the end of his life and he wants to re-experience everything. I'm only about probably 45 minutes to an hour. It's a very short game. It's about four hours. But very early on, you there's kind of this dark element to the game where when you meet the family, or the caretaker I should say, she... Uh, he says, you know, you can, you, you can call him Johnny. He's upstairs. And they're like, well, Johnny, is it a kid? Because if it's a child, we're probably not the people you want to talk to. And she says, no, no, he just likes being called Johnny. So follow me. And um, that just opened up a lot of dark, weird possibilities. And uh, I was, at that moment, I was like, oh, this is very interesting. Um, like I said, there's not really a lot of gameplay in it. And I usually don't review gameplay, right? Um, but... Um, I can see very early on there's these pictures on the wall you can interact with. It, it um, There's no dialogue. Well, there's no voice dialogue in the game. It is all a word bubble that comes above someone's head. Again, since it was built with RPG Maker Toolkit, it looks like a 16-bit SNES game, and it, it controls very simply, but I think this would just probably allow them. The game is very narrative-heavy, apparently, and a very emotional. So they probably use the tools to tell you know, this emotional story without getting bogged down in what engine to use and all this. He just had this incredibly powerful, uh, Kangao had this uh, powerful uh, story he wanted to tell with his team. So I, I think it is a good way, and, and right now it's already kind of hitting me in the feels. You know, this guy's on his deathbed. There's all these photos of his life you're going to go through and kind of discover. And the device allows you, because you can go into the menus of the game, and uh, look at kind of the equipment and stuff you have, and you can see that um, 
these things, uh, the, the device, what you have is very, very, basically very important and that it, it will allow you to see the future. So I'm kind of looking forward to the ride of um, this game. And like I've heard so much about it over the years. I mean, it came out, you know, 10 plus years ago. The ending of the game has not been spoiled for me. So I'm going to look forward to seeing how it shakes out. Um, so yeah, so far so good. Again, I'm only about 30 minutes to an hour into it. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. I, I know, like I said, I read online there was some critique that there wasn't a lot of gameplay. But in a situation like this where I don't really review gameplay and also it allows you to really focus on the story, right? I don't care that I just walk to a house and a cutscene starts or whatever. Um, it doesn't bother me. So I'm looking forward to where the game is going to take me, what it's going to show me. And th- this is won tons of, it's won some awards as well. Um, so I'm looking forward to, um, you know, being heartbroken. Hopefully I'll have a better track record than I've done previously where I would literally do it in the morning and it would ruin my day. So, um, yeah. So I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I will give you my early impressions of Arise, A Simple Story. I'm back. Yeah, it was such a long break. Anyway, uh, the next game I'm going to talk about is called Arise, a simple story. It is, I'm reading directly from the website if you just type in Arise game. Um, It's an adventure of love and loss set out on an adventure through the changing landscape of memories lush with feelings of loss, of love and loss. Every moment of this roller coaster ride is a new challenge and a chance to see your life in a different light. it, it got a lot of, um, you know, masterclass in storytelling, inspired art style, uh, mastery over time. Basically, the nuts and bolts is you can move the right thumbstick back and forth, and that changes the flow of time. So if a pond is obviously full because it's winter, you can turn the time back and make it empty, and maybe you'll see a log over there that you could float in or something like that. It's basically a puzzle-solving uh, element of the game. The game starts out very beautifully with, it appears to be some kind of uh, like low poly but still very effective art style with like a Viking funeral where it shows a bunch of people looking at each other and a body that's on top of a pyre of wood. Uh, They kind of nod to each other and then burn the thing. You watch it burn for a few minutes and then your character wakes up in a snowdrift. It's the same character that was on the pyre. So you were obviously in some kind of version of the afterlife kind of re-experiencing your memories. It is a, a blizzard in a way, and you have to go touch these glowing, like the ground glows and you touch, and then and then a you'll go to a meadow, do some puzzle-solving elements, and see a memory of the life. Uh, they're each named after like a feeling like joy, pride, um, hope, solace. Uh, there's 10 chapters. I think I'm three chapters in. So there is this mechanic of moving time back and forth to move platforms or like hook a grappling hook onto a bee because you're miniature and you're like flying through this field. And each of it is to experience an emotion or a feeling in the uh, main character's life. Now, right now, I don't know their name. It appears to be that he's male. Uh, It's a mighty beard he has. Um, A lot of it is just to experience you know, his sense of hope. It looks like he's falling in love for the first time. It's him and another little girl, and they're kind of chasing each other through meadows. 
I'm trying to track down the kite that he has, stuff like that, like all that kind of stuff is pretty amazing. And it definitely tugs at the heartstrings. Now, usually I also don't uh, review gameplay, but the, the camera angle for this, you're kind of pulled out exploring these big environments, you're really small. The camera does pull in every once in a while, but it's a little clunky sometimes with the controls because I think you're so far removed from the action. Sometimes you feel that uh, things don't control away, the shadows don't cast right on some platforming elements, you just can't make the jump. Luckily, the game starts right away from where you died. Um, it looks like there's a lot of little collectibles to find. So, like, you find these memories, which are, like, these still frames of his life where, like, you show yourself being sad. And so you're, you know, you're very moved by that, obviously. You're like, oh, my God, he was alone a lot, and then he wanted to play with these people. So it's just, like, a snapshot of the main character's uh, state. And I think, you know, the end is... I think the last character is called Hope. So I want to see where that goes. All the perusings... I usually don't try to read reviews before I do these, but I did notice a lot of the reviews gave it a resounding thing and said it will tug at the heartstrings, and it's very emotional if you don't cry, something's wrong with you. So, again, I have this really bad... Um, habit of playing these games in the morning. So what I'm trying to do now is play them a little bit here and there spread out through the week and not so much in the morning. So that way I know for sure that I will not be a, a total wreck like when I played Before Your Eyes, when I played that like 9 in the morning. Because I was like, oh, it's a short game, it's good. Um, or What Comes Next, or What Comes After was another one where I was like, oh, I, I can't do that. I'm actually trying to come up with a new schedule to play these because obviously I still want to do the, you know, I love doing the podcast. I love covering games like this. But, you know, emotionally you just need kind of a break every once in a while. And I think what I might start to incorporate, like uh, a couple episodes ago, I did like in bento. I might have like a chill out game of like, hey, I'm just playing this game to chill out uh, between the two games. Um, I'm debating whether to do that or not. I mean, I need to do it. I try to be ahead a few episodes. Um, and I do that just because I want to have a little bit of time between games and kind of reflect and play something maybe a little bit lighter, something a little bit more happy. Like I have the Cat Game Stray that came out on PS5 a few weeks ago. I have that downloaded, ready to go. I heard that also tugs at the heartstrings, but I heard the end is very good. So I'm looking forward to playing that and hopefully not being, uh, you know, having time to process, uh, you know, thoughtful emotions and not be totally wrecked. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a short episode, but these impression episodes are a little bit shorter than normal just because, you know, I do spoiler cast next week. And the reason why I do them in this order is so that way you know that next episode I'm going to do a spoiler cast and a grief cast for To the Moon. And then the week after I will do Arise, A Simple Story. So if you want to play along, uh, you can, you know, these are shorter games, usually four to six hours. That's what I try to cover. You can play along and we could like follow each other and then... Maybe you could write in with them, you know, hey, I found this out. Did you see this? Oh, I thought of this. This made me think of this. You know, it'd be great. Anyway, I think that's it for this week, guys. Again, it's a shorter episode, but my impression episodes usually are. But I want to remind everybody that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamewithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. So please go there and leave a comment. Let me know what you think of the show. Or you can uh, subscribe to the podcast at uh, either the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, or the audio is up on YouTube if that's the preferred way you want to listen to the podcast. You can also subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, Spotify, or um, I just did all that and it didn't. I anyway, subscribe to it there. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, subscribe, or you can write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. So please write to me there. Let me know what you think of the show. Give me the likes, the subscribes, all that kind of stuff. I'm also on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. And again, that's going to do it for this week, guys. Be safe out there. Have a good week, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.